Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I'm going to be riding solo here for a massive 12-game slate for your Wednesday. And uh, been out a few days here. I hope you guys missed me, but I know Horace uh, held it down yesterday, but uh, spent a little bit of family time also being sick, so that's fantastic. Both my kids have RSV. I know you guys are feeling it out there, all you people with kiddos. So, uh, yeah, keep care of those kids. Make sure that they're healthy. But let's dive right into this, man. I've got a whole lot of, uh, of injury news that we've got to keep on top of here. I'm going to take my deepest breath here with my lungs full of fluid. <coughs> here we go. Okay, so we've got Nikola Jokic. Is he probable? He played tonight, so I'm guessing he's probably going to play. I've got Kawhi Leonard out with an ankle injury. Jamal Murray upgraded to questionable. He did play tonight, too, so I'm expecting Jamal Murray to play as well. Joel Embiid. I'm going to be out for this one as well as Harden and Maxi on the Sixers. We've got a lot of Sixers that we ought to have interest in. Jason Tatum is questionable. If he's out, I'm definitely going to be locking in Jalen Brown. I think that's an important thing to keep uh, keep on top of. Dame Lillard, out. Pascal Siakam, out. Scotty Barnes, questionable with a knee injury. PG-13, questionable with a hamstring injury. Jimmy Butler, out. Tyler Hero, questionable with an ankle injury. So, uh, MX Struce out and gave Vincent also questionable with a knee injury. So we got a lot of Miami Heat uh, people we got to keep tabs on here. I do have one specifically. Lamella Ball out with an ankle injury. Uh, Bradley Beal questionable. This is a big one too with a quad injury. I'm hoping he sits because I have a couple of Wizards I'm interested in, which we'll go over. Chris Middleton updated to questionable. He is has been recalled from the G League, been spending a little time with that G League, getting rehab. Don't think he plays. But he could. There's a possibility. Spencer Dinwiddie, questionable with a shoulder injury. Bones Highland, questionable with a hip injury. Mike Conley out. That's a big one. He's going to be out for a couple weeks here. Karis LeVert, also out. Monty Morris, questionable. So, um, again, Wizards. Going to have some interest in some Wizards over there. Ankle injury for Monty Morris. Sadiq Bey, out with an ankle injury. And I can't believe I'm mentioning this name as a... Uh, Injury news we need to watch on, but Yuta Watanabe, questionable with a hamstring injury. I don't believe you played for the Brooklyn Nets tonight, so definitely need to stay on top of that one. <clears throat> but there are three games I have a whole lot of interest in. This is going to be a quick one, even though it's a 12-game slate. There's a lot of injury news to stay on top of. A lot's going to change, so I'm not going to overload you guys with plays that are maybe not possibly going to be good come, you know, 12 hours from now, 14, 16, 18 hours from now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go over the top three guys. You know, there's some people we already know that are out. Uh, so there's top three games here that I think that we have some value in. We've got the Philadelphia 76ers and the Charlotte Hornets. And, of course, I'm looking at the Philadelphia 76ers side of the ball. No Joel Embiid, no Harden, no Maxi. Who's going to score? Obviously, we've got Tobias Harris at 7,800. He is a decent guy to go with. I think he's going to have plenty of usage. He killed it tonight. Uh, I didn't see a stat line, but I was watching that game a little bit, and he was just absolutely crushing it with the mid-range game. Shake Milton, 5,500, got some interest there as well. He's just a walking bucket. They're going to need him to be that in this game to stay. Well, it's the Charlotte Hornets, so we're expecting them to win, but in order to score those points, we're going to expect Shake, Shake Milton to go off. George Jane, 4,600. Also expecting him to have a big game just like he did tonight. Uh, no Joel Embiid. Anytime that happens, he seems to go off. Doesn't play a lot of defense, but plays a lot of offense. 
Montrez Harrell, 4,400. I had him circled as a guy to target here uh, before the night started, but after seeing what started, I have another guy, which I believe is going to have high ownership. That's Paul Reed at 3,700. I think he's going to be really highly owned. It is a very reasonable salary. He got 25-plus uh, minutes tonight. And if that is the case, we all know B-Ball Paul can put up points in a hurry. He's a point-per-minute monster. He's getting the call up here. Um, I don't care if he starts or comes off the bench. As long as he's getting those 25 minutes or so at 3,700, he is a smash play. Especially against a Charlotte Hornets team that has no center position to speak of. They are very weak against the center position. I'm also going to throw him out there as a punt play, but Firkin Korkmaz at 3,000. He's the absolute bottom of the barrel pricing here. And I think you have some uh, value there because he will get a guaranteed 15 minutes or so. I've, I've thrown him out there a few times. And, you know, if he's hitting shots, he can uh, hit value for us there. So those are the Sixers I'm looking at. On the other side of the ball with the Hornets, you know, you've got Gordon Hayward back, uh, Terry Rozier back. So a lot of that value has been crushed. And the Sixers are a pretty good defensive team, even with all those guys out. So <clears throat> don't have a lot of interest on the, on the Hornets side of the ball. I do have some interest, however, in the Miami Heat versus Washington Wizards, especially with all those Miami Heat players out. I think you can look at Nikola Jovic at 4,100. If you have all those fellows, you know, sitting out, uh, he's been putting up good numbers. <clears throat> 4,100, all we're looking for here is about mm, 25 or so DK points, and that's easily achievable, uh, assuming that Jeremy Butler's out and Tyler Hero's out and Max Struess is out. And whoever else is out. Uh, Corey Kispert, on the other side of the ball, I actually have an interest in some Wazers. I actually have a lot of interest in Corey Kispert. As long as Monty Morris is out, I think Corey Kispert's going to be in that starting lineup and he's going to have a very decent game. I think he's an absolute smash play if Bradley Beal sits. So 4,300 for Corey Kispert. Caleb Martin at 5,400. Again, this is a play if Jim, uh, Tyler Hero and Jimmy Butler sit. Uh, Jordan Goodwin, also 3,900 on the Wizards side. Only if Beal's out, I'm going to go there. But they seem to like this kid, Goodwin, uh, giving him good minutes. And if Beal is out, there's going to be a lot of usage to go around. Will Barton at 3,200 is also in my player pool here. And again, this is if Bradley Beal is out. Will Barton, as we all know, likes to take jump shots. Kristaps Porzingis should be healthy for this one, so it's a little bit of a cap ceiling there. But I still think there's enough there at 3,200. So I do have a lot of interest here, particularly on the Wizards side of the ball, and particularly if Bradley Beal's out. But I think Kispert is rosterable, even if Beal plays. And while I'm talking about this, guys, I do want to mention our DFS pass. It's $4.99 a month, and it is absolute steal. Uh, it's going to go up at some point, so you might as well get it now while it's very affordable. You can also get the three, Ethos 360 pass, which gets you the wager pass with the fantasy pass, as well as the DFS pass, all in one. It's going to get you access to all the pros like me and all the other people you hear on this podcast. And uh, you should go get it. It's awesome. Win some money. Uh, okay, last game I have a lot of interest in here, just because of the pace. They're going to be up and down the court. It's going to be a sloppy basketball game. It's going to be a lot of uh, run and gun. Indiana Pacers versus Minnesota Timberwolves. I've got Tyrese Halliburton at 9,500. Uh, probably my favorite spend up on the site. I don't really want to spend up on these guys like Giannis, Jokic, uh, and Doncic. Those ha it hasn't been working out. Those guys are not putting up the 70 or so DK points that we need for them to really justify playing them on a big slate, on a large slate like a 12-game slate. So I'm steering away from that. Spending down a little bit at my top spot at Tyrese Celebrant at 9,500 makes a lot of sense to me in this game. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, again, not a very good defensive team. A lot of running gun here. Halliburton has proven again and again that he is pretty much matchup proof, but this is a good matchup for him. So he gets a little bump. 
I also have some interest on the other side of the ball as kind of a contrarian play in D'Angelo Russell in 6,000. Not, not a lot of people are going to roster him. He's very up and down, very hit or miss. If he does hit, though, this is a perfect game environment for him to have a lot of threes, have a lot of assists. If he hits that double-double for us, we are uh, in business. And actually, possibly my favorite, uh, one of my favorite under 5K plays on the entire slate, Jaden McDaniels at 4,800. This is another uh, guy where he's going to benefit from the pace of the game. And I just think that he's probably the only wing player on the game in the in this game that's going to uh, have the athleticism and, and play have a decent game. So 4,800 for Jalen McDaniels, all we're hoping for is about you know, 30 or so DK points. Easy. Moving on, the last game that I have a lot of interest in here is the Utah Jazz and the Detroit Pistons. And, of course, Utah Jazz are going to be without Mike Conley. Um, bit of a surprise team. Been performing very well. Detroit, obviously, on a back-to-back here. Uh, young team have a lot of bodies down, so we've got some interest in that side of the ball, too. I am not on Jaden Ivey, though. I think Jaden Ivey is priced up a little bit too much. And he's just not – he's getting volume, but it's just not – I'm not on him. I don't think he's going to have a good game here. Jordan Clarkson, though, at 6,900. I'll absolutely go there with no Mike Conley. He has the ultimate Omega green light. He's going to put up a lot of shots, get a ton of volume. Uh, hopefully that works out for us. If he's making shots, you know, great. But we'll see how that works out. I, actually, I still have interest in Rudy Gobert at 6,500. I think it's a reasonable price for him. I think if, uh, you know, the the uh, Utah <laughs> – Wow, Rudy Gobert's not on Utah anymore. He's on Minnesota. My bad. But I have interest in him in that Indiana-Minnesota game, so just to backtrack a little bit, uh, he's going to be going up against uh, Miles Turner. I think it's a good matchup for him, and I think he can hit that double-double for us. Sorry about that, guys. All right, Utah, moving on. Utah Jazz and Detroit Pistons, though, I also have some, uh, some interest in Colin Sexton at 4,400, and that's a little bit of a pivot off of Jordan Clarkson. I think a lot of people are going to have Jordan Clarkson because they're going to see the amount of shots he's taking without Mike Conley in the lineup. So Zexton's a bit of a pivot. He's going to have low ownership. 4400 is a very reasonable price. And I absolutely love Jalen Duran at 4300 as a lock-in, going to get you 5 to 6x value type of play. The Utah Jazz have been tacking them at the center position all season. It's been very lucrative. And Jalen Duran has, has the skill set to do that. 4300 he's been getting 24, 25, 26 DK points pretty regularly. And that's all he really needs to get here for, for him to hit value for us. So... Seems like a safe play to me. Some other plays I like across the slate. In the Clippers and Warriors game, I like Marcus Morris at 5,700, especially if Kawhi and PG are out. And only if they're out, actually. Same thing for Norman Paul, 6,300. If Kawhi and PG are both out, I like Norman Paul at 6,300. Somebody has to score. Boston-Dallas, again, this is Jalen Brown at 8,500 if Tatum sits. Of course, there are other Boston Celtics you can play. I won't blame you for that because Tatum has a lot of usage, and that's all going to trickle down to every single player on that team. But Jalen Brown's the obvious lock-in choice. I think it's a smart one if uh, Tatum does sit. Jonas Valanciunas at 6,000 on the Pelicans against the San Antonio Spurs, another team I've been attacking at the center position very, very successfully this season. Jakob Pertl is a good center, but he doesn't play all the minutes. And he's not a very good defensive center, let's just be honest. And Jonas Valanciunas is going to be heavily under-owned. He's going to be very, very low-owned on this slate. So I like him at 6K as a low-ownership GPP-type GPP play. 
I also like Fran Van Vliet at 7,800 against Brooklyn. No Pascal Siakam. Van Vliet is another guy that's getting tons of volume. He's a shot to fall to hit that value there, but I think it's still a fair price for him for what he's going to be carrying on the offensive end. Guys, if you aren't signed up at Thrive Fantasy, you should go do that. Go sign up at Thrive Fantasy. Use promo code ETHOS at checkout for an up to $250 deposit bonus. And tell them Keith sent you. But, uh, you know, they give you these contests that have 20 player props. You pick 10 of them. If you get the most points in that slate, you win a whole bunch of money. So it's a lot of fun. I'm going to give you five plays already, too. So I'll get you started here. Tyrus Halliburton over nine and a half assists. 80 points for that one. That's easy, easy, easy money. Indiana against the Wolves. Obviously, the pace is going to be up. As I said, nine and a half is no problem. This guy just hit 14, 15 assists in the last game. He's got that ability about him. And he's going to do it again here. Kelly Oubre, under 24.5 points and rebounds. That's 100 points for that play. If Hayward is playing in this one and Ontario Rozier is playing this one, I assume they are. They're both marked as healthy right now. You always want to check in, though, with that kind of thing, especially with those two guys. But uh, as long as they are playing, I think Kelly Oubre is safe to go under in this one. Christophs Porzingis, under 1.5 blocks and steals. Not a guy that, get, that puts up blocks and steals like crazy. And they're offering plus odds on this one. I just think I'm going to take that one. I think uh, it, it's a kind of more of a 50-50 play, but they're giving me the positive odds, so I'm going to go ahead and take it. Giannis over 41.5 points and rebounds. That's 95 points. It's a prove-it game for Milwaukee and Chicago. And I'm a Bulls fan, so of course, you know, I'm expecting us to get our heads beat in. Uh, Chicago just beat the Boston Celtics. They're, come, they're riding high going to this one. I think they're going to make a big, bit of a game of it, so Giannis is going to have to stay on the floor. But I think Giannis is going to control this game. He always uh, tears up the Bulls last few seasons. The Bulls don't really have anyone to stop him. I love Patrick Williams. I uh, love some of the guys on the Bulls, Derek Jones Jr., but it's just there's no one that can stop Giannis on, our, on that team. So over the for the uh, points and rebounds seems justified to me. Jordan Clarkson, the last one here, over 20.5 points. I already mentioned it, but all he needs is to not be terrible. He's going to get plenty of volume. That's 110 points. It's a big plus, plus positive uh, odds play for you there. And I think there's a very good chance he hits that. Well, that's going to do it for us, guys. I am Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at, at Keith, And you can follow the show anywhere you're listening. Subscribe. Hit that like button. Also, leave us a comment. Leave us a little bit of a review. We love to hear your feedback. And we like to make the show better. But until next time, everybody, go get that money.